Welcome to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. This show's mission is to give you the knowledge, tools, and power to achieve success, whether you're starting a small business or already have one. I'm Jack Mancini, and I'm here with my business partner, Adam Sunholder. Hello, Adam. How are you doing today, bud? I'm fantastic. Jack, how about yourself? I'm also fantastic. That's the highest level we can be, right? It's a good so place to be. we're ready. That's, That's right. right. So we're here to give tools. Tools are always good. Tools. That's right. And so- knowledge. Those are good things. Small business owner, what, what size small businesses are we going to talk about? What do we like to talk about? We love the guys that are between 1 to 25 employees, and that's the vast majority of the companies that exist here in the, here in the, the, uh, in the U.S. And most of you either work for one or own one, and uh, we're here to help give you some insights into how they, how they run and why they're so much fun to, to, to be a part of, um, some of the challenges and opportunities that they have, as well as some of the obstacles that, that they face. And we've got a lot of stories, a lot of experience of dealing with those. And any any particular industry? Anyone you can think of, Jack. We have lots of clients who are very good at what they do from the product or service standpoint. That's not why they bring us on board. They've got lots of uh, knowledge there. It's more the business side of stuff. So, no matter the industry, you know, we can help them with the business side of stuff. Yeah, we like to we like to talk about this how business. How business being a small business owner asks himself somewhere along the line at least five, ten times a day. doesn't even know it unless he, he or she starts to keep count. But how do I do this? How do I create a profit plan? How do I handle this contract? How do I make something happen here that I can't with somebody who owes me money? How do I get more business? How do I make more money? The questions are never-ending, never-ending. And we like to say we answer those how questions. We get owners of small businesses unstuck from a state of how. Well, how do we get people to yeah, work with us here? Do we want anyone to call in here, Adam? How we do. do they, how can I get a hold of us? Being stuck in that state of how, Jack's one of the worst places to be stuck because it can feel very uh, uh, very frustrating, and often you, you, you can wallow there. You don't want to be wallowing in that state of how. So Kind of like a tar pit, right? There Both you go. feet in, trying to get yourself out. Some things coming up at you to grab you and pull you back down. You start to kind of come out. you got some something come out of the tar pit. Got to watch out for that. If you want, if you have how questions of your own that you're wrestling with right now, we, we, we'll, we'll be discussing some here on the air today. But uh, if you want to reach us here in the studio, you can always do that. Uh, we're here every Monday from noon to one Eastern. And if you have that how question you want to share with us, it's four four zero nine four six nine four six eight. Again, four four zero nine four six W I N T. If you prefer to use email, you can reach us by email at radio at maximumvp.com. Or head over to our website, MaximumVP.com forward slash how, H-O-W. And that will uh, give you a little form there that you can fill out and send on the way that you have something that you, you, you've been struggling with. Chances are, no matter what it is, folks out there have been, have been wrestling with it you know, quite a bit. It's, it's often the case, Jack. No question about it. And you small business owners out there, really, give us a call with your how questions. We'd love to uh, engage you on those. And chances are we could use some clarity and insight that that uh, just may not be there and we can have fun with it too we like to have fun with this stuff everyone gets too wound tight and uh, they shouldn't do it they should relax and uh, you know the more relaxed you are the better the decisions and ultimately again coming back to fun you have more fun right yeah there's uh you know we, we have a certain illness that, that most owners have which is you, you can never really kind of turn your brain off and no matter what you're doing what you're thinking about you're always thinking about 
business and how things kind of work and wanting to learn about stuff, how do things kind of operate and how things happen. So whether you're dealing with with folks, you know, day to day during during your business hours or you're on your your quote unquote off hours or you you know you you're dealing with your hobbies, whatever it might be, usually there's things kind of going through your mind. Sometimes it's good to kind of get away and let things kind of percolate a bit. And you may find answers in in different in different areas that you weren't maybe expecting. And yeah, you know, it's twenty four seven. Like I said, you know, people may refer to it as a disease. I refer to, refer to it more as a blessing that you're always kind of thinking about this stuff. Wait, that's it's pretty good, extreme. From well, it's a disease a good, to a blessing. That's right. It's good to have something that that you're that passionate about. That you're that, you're that you're you're really that bought into. You know, most folks can't wait to get away from work. When you own a company and you and, and you love what you're doing, and if you work for a company like that and you're really you're really enjoying what you're doing, it's a blessing to really enjoy it and have fun doing it. Just, you know, again, at the end of the day, we spend more waking hours doing work-related stuff. That's right. So why not have a good time doing it? That's, that makes all the sense in the world, and it's amazing how few people do it. They just get consumed with the, the day-to-day uh, business of doing business, and it, it just brings them down, and it shouldn't. Business is fun. I mean, it really, you know, even with the problems, it can be fun. Every once in a while, someone... Comes into your life and uh, ruins it, but that's only for a couple hours. Well, it's all on how how you react to it, and you know that's one thing that you can control is, is how you how you respond and how you react to situations. And it's always tough. You know, one of the first things that that, that many owners have trouble with is they try to figure out how to be a boss. And it's tough to, to you know because there's necessarily a, a boss school you go to, right? I mean, you know, I guess you can search for how to be a boss. Uh, but you haven't quite seen that. There was a show back in the day called Who's the Boss? Remember that Who's show? Who's the Boss, yeah. yeah Tony yeah. Danza and uh, I can't remember the other lady's name and Alyssa Milano and all. That was a good, that was a good. Yeah, I was watching over the weekend Bar Rescue. That, okay. That, uh, yeah, that, that kind of shows you who's the boss, the episode really that they were dealing with. The boss was beloved by the community and he was losing 150000 bucks a year with everyone taking advantage of him. So they redid the program, but uh, there's a case of, of who's the boss. Here's the owner of the company, supposedly the boss, but everyone was sort of picking at him like a, a little crow would do with roadkill. <laughs> he'd, probably, he'd probably been the boss for a while too, right? That's right. He had been. He was a community fixture. But the man, I can't remember the guy who runs that, that pro, who, who the main character is. Who uh, I can visualize him, a big old Italian big guy, guy, right? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, not real patient, not real kind and cuddly. Tells, it, yeah, tells right. it totally like it is. A, a big D in our disc parlance <laughs> that very few people understand. And know Probably reminds you some some people that you knew growing up, Jack, I'm going to guess. That's right, you know, Uncle Salvatore. <laughs> 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 big Italian. So, yeah, he shaped him up and moved on to the next one. So Right. Yeah, you see it. You know, it's very common in our culture. People will will get little insights to it. You know, whether it be shows like you mentioned, like like Bar Rescue, or you know, shows like Shark Tank, or one of my favorites is The Prophet. People get some some snippets to it, and it becomes part of kind of culture. People kind of see how things are going. Uh, you know, I was I was watching a movie last night called The Hollers, which is kind of a strange name, but it's Hollers. H O L L. Well, it's H O L L A R S. Um, but part of the, the, the undertone of the movie was there's a, there's a family business going on. There's a heating and cooling company. And they're struggling. You know, they've been doing it for you know, 30, 35 years. And uh, the dad had to fire the son, which is never an easy thing to do, and many folks don't actually do that. And you know, they had a couple different scenes. You know, he came in, you know, he was going to the bank looking for a loan, and the banker saying, 
you know, given where you are today, I just, you know, I just can't help you, Jack. And every everyday real stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. The owners, well, hey, no, you know, it, you know business is really picking up. I'm going to be, you know, you know, all I need to do is, you know, get a loan for the next month to cover payroll, Jack. And oh, by the way, you know, I'm going to be hiring a sales guy. You, know, you sort of get all these little snippets of things that that we hear. People feel, feel you, know, they, you know, this is this is going to be the solution. And the next scene, the guy's pulling out his credit card to cover payroll. Because you know, people didn't show we up. Have, we have seen and coached on many times, yeah. and I'm sure people out in the listening audience have have done the same thing that can relate to it. And it's like, hey, isn't that the way it's done all the time? Well, it's that, or you, you wonder two people watch this stuff or hear about it or see it, and they say, well, gee, can can it really be that way, or is this just kind of being, uh, you know, dramatized for whether it be for TV or for a movie? You know, it can't really happen that way, can it? People don't really <laughs> do this stuff, do they? But there's no there, there's no pity for it. You know, you're talking about the, 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 this guy in Bar Rescue. I'm guessing again, every season, owning a company, figured, hey, you know, he's rolling in the dough, and that may be part of the impression he wants to kind of give off. That's part of what happens too. You often, as the owner, might get get in his or her own way about having a certain persona, where hey, you can't admit if you're making mistakes or if things aren't maybe going so well. People just kind of keep coming at you, and you keep the persona going, and it's uh, it's the old Capital One commercial, the guy driving around and smiling, mowing his lawn, and and dead up to disaster. That's right. So yeah, yeah, you have a lot of owners who are, who are kind of like that too, where they're kind of just they're, they're going along and they're smiling and kind of like, hey, not what I plan to do, but he kind of here's where I am, and I'm not sure how to get out of it. How do I get out of what you know what situation I'm in? It's a very very common challenge, very common struggle for for, for many folks. But there's a lot of assumptions that people make that have never been in those seats before. That's right. That's right. So we're, we talk startups and we talk existing companies. You know, there's worlds of differences with, with the startup, especially, especially with the young person. I, I have a grandson who's in college, and he, I was talking to him last night. He's out of, you know, he's out of the city, and uh, he was talking about some of his friends who are starting a business. Okay. They're 19, 18, 19 years old, and he, <laughs> just the way he was explaining it, they they want him, they want him to sort of coach them a little bit or join the team. They're 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 going to be uh, selling on the internet. I think it's on the internet. They're going to be selling clothing. And well, so say the t-shirt uh, company or something, or no? Well, <laughs> that, you know, I'm throwing out the <laughs> Threadless. You remember sure, Threadless? Sure. A great little company. But uh, just the way he was talking, and you know, I'm asking questions in a in a business-like manner, and he said, "Well, they got a whole bunch of contracts." Uh, they're 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 going to make this product, or going to have a manufacturer make this product. No, no sense of what it what it's going to take, you know. It's just, and I, I didn't even really coach. I was just sitting there smiling, you know, and asking some basic questions that he had no answers for with their with their friends. But their friends are highly optimistic that they're going to make a big killing. They're going to be financially independent. And they're going to be starting their own business. And God bless them. Don't certainly want to discourage that, but. To get entangled in something like that, that would be a, a tough one to try to coach, where somebody knows nothing about business. That's right. The, the, the enthusiasm can carry them a long way. You know, T-shirts are, are something that, that, that everybody needs. And I remember my first day on college campus, I mean, you know, come and knock, and there's a knock at the door, and who is it? It's a guy selling T-shirts for, uh, you know, that's kind of discriminating against Notre Dame, who, who, who Michigan happened to be playing that weekend, right? And, of course, hey, he spent oh, okay. 8 bucks for a T-shirt, you know, you know, you wear it once or twice and it kind of wears out. But, again, it, it, it served its purpose. A lot of great companies started that way. One of our favorites of all time, Jack, is Life is Good. That's so right. A couple of brothers, and they created Jake, and, and they started selling T-shirts out of their dorm rooms in college. A lot of companies have, have done it that way. So, 
All right, stay tuned. We're kind of bouncing around here a little bit today with different how questions, but we got some more when we come back. So stay tuned for more Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini with Maximum Value Partners. We're business coaches, and we can help you get unstuck, you being that small business owner. Get unstuck from a state of how. All right, stay tuned. Like I said, come back here on Dirty Secrets of Small Business on Integrity Radio, WINT, 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online at WINTradio.com. Welcome back to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini with Maximum Value Partners, MVP. We're business coaches, and we help owners, owners of small companies, and that is from 1 to 25 employees. We help them get unstuck from a state of how. We love doing it. Give us a call. Kind of be, be part of this program today. It's kind of fun. That's right. You got, if you've got a question you're wrestling with or something we're talking about kind of strikes a chord with you, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we're here in the studio. The number is 440-946-9468. Again, 440-946-WINT. So we're bouncing around different how questions. We were talking about T-shirts when yeah. we left. And, uh, Startup company down in the college, right? That's right. So you know, how are they going to do it? A couple 18-, 19-year-olds, how are they going to do this? Without understanding business, how are they going to get cranked? They have a very unrealistic, simplistic view of how to get going. But to your point, Adam, their enthusiasm is great. You know, it's just great. But it can be diffused pretty quickly when you're first... Uh, <laughs> You know, how are you, how, how you going to, I, I ask a couple basic questions. Well, how you, how, who's going to be the designer here? How are those going to be done? That's when Threadless came up. Right. Threadless is a great company. Still is. The concept's still great. Yeah, if you haven't heard of Threadless, take a look at them. But basically what they do is they have the folks, you know, the, 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 the great unwashed, you know, will design T-shirts. People vote on them, and then there's a winner. And then they produce those shirts. Because so we're, they, we're they, they, they know that they're, they're pre-sold. So they don't have to worry about, well, gee, if I design sh- you know, shirt A or shirt B, will people buy it? People voted on it. People are, 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 are already placing orders for the shirt. So it's That's a great, right. they, great they way to create, do it. They create the demand online, and basically they have, they have a winner. They drop then the order on, on uh, the manufacturer, and they're, to your point, pretty much almost pre-sold. Right. And what a great way to do business. Well, enthusiasm is important, but I think you mentioned something else, too, Jack. You said that they, they had a couple of orders that they had or a couple of folks that were looking to buy it. So having your first sale, that's always very, very good, too. People often don't have that in mind. Say, I have an idea for a product or a service, but I have no idea if anybody's willing to buy this thing, right? But if, if I have a, a customer who's looking to buy stuff, that's always a great place that's to start, always, too. And, and when, when you have something as low-priced as a, a T-shirt, though, that's pretty tough. Uh, coming back to Threadless, where they're proving out a market and a demand, you know, because your Uncle Charlie likes your T-shirt, uh, he'll buy one. Uh, but how are you going to get the rest of them? How are you going to put that marketing plan together to basically sell your T-shirts? How do you do that? Well, they're going to be in for a, a rude awakening when they get going, uh, I'm going to be tracking this to see how long it uh, how long it goes. Throwing in some advice a little bit from time to time. I certainly don't want to own it, and I, I mean that being I don't want to put in a, a lot of time coaching 18, 19 year olds here. We've both had our share doing that. Things like junior achievement. Uh, sure. We're local here, St. Ed's, uh, working with with uh, one of the high schools, uh, trying to get involved in their business planning. A lot of high schools are are starting to uh, create business uh, plan competition and try to teach business and entrepreneurism. 
And Adam and I like to sit back and watch these attempts on knowing with our 15 years of experience in coaching small businesses how difficult it is to communicate quickly, especially with somebody who has very little life's experiences, period, not just uh, lacking business experience. I was just going to say on that, on that front, Jack, you can't teach experience. So what these college kids are going to learn is they're going to get some good experience. Now, uh, I'm guessing they're in a relatively okay position in terms of, again, they're in, they're in school, so if they make a go of this thing and it doesn't quite work, they aren't going to lose big. They aren't going to be out of house and home because they're doing this as an aside to go into class and whatever else they're doing as part of school, right? So it's a pretty good Petri dish, if you will, in terms of trying to figure some of this stuff out. I, you know, I applaud them going out and doing it because, again, m most folks are going to spend their, their free time doing something else. It may not be as productive or as instructional for them. So chances are they're probably going to fail. That's okay. That's, that's fail, right. Fail now, learn from it, and then you know, keep. Th th don't let it... Failure not being, you know, they, they have you stop doing it. But to learn from that, okay, how do I now accelerate that and make it happen faster or, or, or not make those same mistakes next time around? How do I make sure I keep pushing ahead? Not only so, that, so, that kill the business, but, okay, you adjust and keep reinventing yourself to be able to move forward. Yeah, some, somewhere you need to gather knowledge and, and true hands-on experience. There's nothing like that. But it also has to be done in the context of, of something a little bit bigger. That's what uh, that's what we like to do. That's what we like to teach. You know, with the the successful tracks that we have identified and and uh, teach existing business owners, not just startup. You know, how to really make money in their company, how to do this. All right. So if you, you know, and your, your grandson's better than most because he's had a lot of time with you and he's had a chance to kind of start something up himself. So he's got much more experience. I'm guessing probably why. They're He's, looking yeah, to him. Yeah, they figure, hey, you, you know more than we do. So at least they're at the point where they appreciate that, that they don't know what they don't know or that they, they, there's a lot that, that they can learn. Um, yeah, one of the best things for them to be asking, which is a version of what you're asking, is, well, what's the plan? That's right. All right? That's, yeah. our, that's, that's the magic phrase, isn't it? That's the magic question. What's so how do the you, plan? Well, how do you plan the business? And that question should never stop being asked about what's going on. So what's the plan? And how do you go about planning things? So... Many folks don't take time to plan. It's 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 easy to kind of get caught up in day-to-day -day stuff and not take the time to plan. Who you're, has you're time busy to reacting. plan, Adam? You know, who, how do I know what's going to happen tomorrow, no less next week, and two months from now? Why should I waste all the time planning? We hear that a lot, <laughs> <laughs> don't we? We hear some of that. Part of it, too, is, well, yeah, I don't have time to plan. So if you're one of those, I don't have time to plan, what I challenge you to do is to take out your calendar right now here we are, beginning of March. Look at May. How booked is your calendar in May? I gotta believe you got some openings in May. You're right. Everybody does. Okay, so you take a day or two and just block those times off. Oh, figure out what you're gonna I'm, do. I'm, I'm too busy to plan, though. I'm too busy to plan because I gotta keep ad addressing all these random problems so, so starting, that keep coming at me day in and day out. So starting, so starting with putting a day or two in your calendar in May, back to back to plan. That's the starting point for how to plan your business. And it's key. So make sure one of the things you do is you, is you get out of the routine. Even go somewhere. We like to do that kind of stuff, right, We Jack? do. In fact, we're going somewhere in a week from now. We are. We're heading down to Arizona for the spring training of Cleveland Indians. It's the annual MVP <laughs> spring training planning sessions. That's right. That's right. Three nights, three nights in Arizona. We we like to leave with the storms uh, brewing here in typical March fashion, and 
and uh, go to the, the sunny climbs and the laid-back baseball environment really makes our planning really very productive. Yes, Good it stuff. does. Well, we, stuff. Have, we have at least four hours, if not more, flights both ways. And we get lots of planning done on the flights because you're locked in. A, you know, you're, you're locked out from the world. That's, that's part of the beauty of flying is, is you, you're locked in there. And so you can focus. You don't have the interruptions you often get on the outside. And we've got lots of time to be able to kind of plan and plan in a different environment. So why wouldn't you want to plan where it's nice and sunny and warm and just be outside when it's kind of snowy somewhere? Your only distractions are, are baseball and, and uh, palm trees and what are we <laughs> going to have for dinner tonight? And it's, uh, it, it really lets you flow ideas pretty good. Yeah, good. We, we go in there with a little bit of a structure and things we want to try to accomplish. And it gives us the opportunity to do it. Without breaking like that, a year goes by because your d daily activities are consuming all your time. And that's what happens with most small business owners. They never, not never, they, they don't often enough stand back and take a look at their business and take a look at, hey, just what am I doing here? You know, try to come to peace with it all. Sure. And it can work wonders. So how do you plan your business starts with how do you find time to plan? That's where I think it starts, and it's probably one of the biggest gating items. And so, again, I'll challenge everybody there to look out two months from now. And it's look out, idea. open your calendars, like pick two days, put them in there, and hold to them. Don't, don't let them go. Hold to those things and, and uh, start with that. We'll come back with some more details when we get back from the break here. But start with that. While we're at the break, go find your calendar. Find two days in May that, you, that, that you're going you're gonna to push off and say, here, I'm, I'm blocking these, the, the, you know, these two days off for me to do some planning. So do that during the break. When we come back, we'll talk about this a little bit more. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini with Maximum Value Partners. We are business coaches, and we can help you small business owners get unstuck from a state of how. Stay tuned for more Dirty Secrets of Small Business on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online at WINTradio.com. Welcome back to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini with Maximum Value Partners, MVP. We're business coaches, and we help owners of small companies, small businesses, get unstuck from a state of how. All those how questions, don't deal with them yourself. Give us a call, contact us, and let us help you get rid of those how questions. Put them in perspective. That's right. The number here in studio is 440-946-9468. Again, 440-946-WINT. We're here live in the studio every Monday from noon to 1 Eastern. If you can't get us during those hours, you can give us a call at 877-849-0670 or shoot us an email radio at MaximumVP.com. We'd love to ha answer some of your how questions for you. As we're heading out to break, we're starting to talk about how to plan the business and how do you find time to plan. Really, the, the time part is what people often get pushed back on is I don't have time to plan. And that's but, hard. It, I mean, it, it, is, it is a hard thing to wrestle with. You know, just uh, often we get, we get uh, into situations and discussions with our clients, for example, about how do you... How do you, do you make efficient emails? How do you respond to emails? Who were we talking to the other day? They get 300 emails a day? Between 300 and 400 a day, yep. A day. Can you imagine 300 emails a day? I can't even imagine that, personally. I don't like to communicate It's more, it's with more common than, 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 than people think. You're right. And, and that's a big time zapper, and it, it also has to demoralize many people. It's, it's, I think, the rare person, not the, the normal average person that 
would uh, like to deal with 300 emails a day. It just, I mean, picture, picture you finally getting all caught up for the day, everything compartmentalized, and you're having a good day. You come in the next morning, here's 300 that you've got to deal with again. Wow. You can never get caught up, Jack. doesn't seem like it. So when we say find time to plan, people will push back and say, I don't have time. Here, here's an example. I got 35 emails that I got to take care of every such day. A, such a cop-out. I mean, a yes couple things. Is. So so you, you're asking before you were sharing the, the, the story about the bar rescue thing and who's the boss, who's in charge? Okay, if, if you're the boss and you're in charge, okay, are, are you in charge or not? So for you to take two days and block them off your calendar two months from now to say these are planning days, to put them in stone right now, you mean to tell me you can't do that? If you can't do that, you got to call us right now because you have, you have serious problems. We'll help you get rid of your company because you shouldn't be in charge. Yeah. Or whoever you call your second-in-command, make them in charge. Yeah. Because you aren't taking charge of your business. I agree, Adam, 100%. So you got to be able to get out of that. So when people tell me, whenever I hear, I don't have time, whatever it might be, whether it be planning or anything else, that is code, code, for you haven't told me or convinced me why, why what you're talking about is important enough for me to make time for it, Jack. Because yeah. you have time for everything. That's right. If you want to make time, you will. If it's important enough, you'll make time. One of the problems, the reason that many people don't make time is they don't know what they don't know. They don't understand something as simple as planning. It sounds simple. It has its complexities. But once you get into it and put it down and show how you can guide your company, uh, just like taking a trip, you're going you know, you're, you're to have some type of direction moving forward to get to where your goal is. Right. So you need that. And okay. and so many people don't look at it like that. All right. So those of you who are paying attention, before the break I gave you a challenge. I said look out two months and pick two days to block off, two, two consecutive days to block off, put, them in, put in planning in those two days. That's the first start. Why is that important? A couple of things. As you're blocking off the calendar, do not, you know, do not let anything else get in there. Make sure you block those things off. And having that in your calendar starts the clock to have a deadline. You know, we, we, we have lots of clients, and we meet with clients either every week or every two weeks, and many will joke that, hey, you know, I, I finished my homework last night, or I finished it this morning. And we say, that's fine, uh, because if we, if, if, we, if we weren't meeting today, chances are you'd have taken that, and you'd have pushed it off till later this week, or you next week, or next right. month, or yeah, eventually it, it, it doesn't get done. Well, Adam, wait, I, I crossed off the two boxes in May, I got my dates, now what do I do? All right, that's the first step. Okay, <laughs> now figure out where, you, where are you going to go? Because you can't do it in your office, in your place. You have to go somewhere different. Now, you don't, you don't have to go to Arizona, although we highly recommend that. It's a good place to kind of go. But go somewhere. You're out of your normal routine. Get out of the normal routine. Get away from the office. Get away from the plant. Get, you know, get away from wh wherever you, you typically go. Go all by myself? No. Oh, who do I take? Get your key people involved here. Your okay. key people. Okay. So who, who do you want to have involved in the planning of the business? Maybe it's only one other person. Maybe it's your, your, you know, if you have a spouse in the business. Okay, what a great way for the two of you to get away for a couple of days and do some planning. If you have a, if you have a, a sibling, or a so kid in the business. So just like you and I, Adam. Hey, Adam, we gotta put a plan together here. Not a fancy MBA type academia pursuit, but we we have to sort of plan the direction of this company. So why don't we go get away for a couple of days? That's right. And that's what we do. So that's how it starts. Now the next. The next hurdle there is, okay, so we get out there. Now what do, now we, what do we do with do? our plan? All right. That's where I think a lot of people get sure stymied, to use that word. 
So we're big fans of any kind of meeting, and a planning meeting is a meeting, is to have a, a relatively, I'll, I'll call it a looser agenda, because again, you're going to spend a couple of days, and you want to let things kind of flow a bit, but you have things that you need to talk about. Things you need to talk about. And if you aren't sure where to start, best place to start from our standpoint is the seven keys. You've heard us talk about this on, you know, on, this, on the air, on, you know, on our podcast, the seven keys is to, to success. Yeah, go to right to our website and pick that up. They could, uh, they could have everything they need to outline a, a, rough, a rough plan right. process by so, just going so, there. So if you go to MaximumVP.com, there's a, there's a link there uh, for MVP Playbook. Click on that, and you'll see seven keys to success. It's a nice, pretty graphic that's there. You can, you can see it, and it goes through all seven keys. And get a sense of where you're at in terms of those keys. And, and you have things that you've talked about. Get a little folder. Write a little scribble note. You know, do it on a, do it on a little, uh, would be a notepad or just or, 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 or a sticky note. The things come up that hey, we, we don't have time to talk about it now. Let's make sure we talk about that stuff as part of our planning meeting. That's a place where it now can go versus you constantly keep talking about. It, it keeps coming up every yeah. Few you got, a, you few got a couple months. You got a couple months to jot down, uh, you know, little pointers that you want to talk about, and and you got the framework to basically do it. And that's okay if you if you don't understand planning and ser- and put it down because you don't understand it, and you go away with an attempted couple of days with a few key people, and you go through those seven keys, you're going to come back with a much better appreciation of a what you don't know and b a sense of what you should know, and that that can start to drive you to be a better not only planner but a better boss, better manager, because you cover virtually everything in your company. That's right, and and it's. I'm trying to think. I, I, I can think of one case, Jack, where we've had people do this, and they haven't had enough things to talk about. Usually, it's you know they, they got a five-page agenda, you know, you know, eight-point font. You can barely read of, of all things that they want to kind of get get done over the course of a couple of days. Not our trip to Minnesota. It's a trip to Minnesota, Jack. You know, <laughs> it wasn't our trip. It was, a, it was some clients of ours. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> these were two partners, and you know, again, the, the, the purpose of the trip was it was business-related. They're taking a road trip to pick something up. So driving from Cleveland to Minneapolis is a good, what was it, 10, 12 hours each way, Easy, something like that? sure. Yeah. So 24 hours round trip in a, you know, in a car, not to mention the time that they, they were in Minneapolis and all that kind of stuff. But they had basically a couple of days of stuff, right? So <laughs> we jokingly said, hey, good time to get, you know, get some planning done, right? And this was you know, probably... A week before they had left, because it came up, you know, somewhat quickly. And wouldn't you know it, <laughs> with the course of a couple of days, these two partners didn't discuss anything Nothing. about the business. Nothing about business. So that was one of our first cues that they were not the right kind of partners. And in fact, the one partner wanted to buy the, the other partner out about a year later. Yeah, still good, good friends, yeah. well-educated uh, PhD guys, and and uh, you know had, had a technical product. <laughs> But yes, <laughs> they they didn't talk. They they didn't talk at all about certainly planning or the business. And right. we we scratched our head and big smiles, like how in the world could you possibly do that? How could you not be talking about business eighty percent of the time? And you know, l- look at uh, again to Adam's point. If you're crossed off two consecutive days, you can cover just about everything you have to cover in your business. Sure. And if you're jotting down ideas leading up to that two-day hiatus here, uh, you're going to have a lot of good stuff to talk about, and you're going to start to solve some problems, one of which I know is going to be, I don't have time for everything or anything, so how do you make time? 
picture yourself having X hours to sort of go through the reasons that time just uh, is taken away from you. You know, you mean to tell me you can't try some, some solutions? Of course you can. And that's what happens. And that's really all planning is. It, it lays down the tracks and allows you some framework to judge the business and how well it's going and give you a, a sense of direction. And so you can direct your employees. That's really what uh, a big part of this is. So, yeah, part of the thing is, too, and maybe part of the reason why folks will push back on this is they put a little too much pressure. That's the right right term to use, Jack. Um, you don't need to solve all these things. You know, the idea is part of it, you want to, there are certain issues that you, you want to at least kind of talk about, chew on for a bit, kind of get them moving a little bit. You may not solve it. Some, you, some you're going to solve, some are a little easier to solve or kind of get resolution to. But many, it's just, hey, let's kind of talk through, let's talk about a different approach, let's talk about what the next steps are going to be here, how we'd like something to, to be able to, to, to kind of pursue. So there are, a lot of, there are a lot of things like that. So what kind of things could you, you know, could take a little longer? Well, maybe you've got some, some, some customers of yours who maybe aren't the right fit. So, you know, how do you address that? And maybe you've got three or four of them that aren't, that aren't quite the right fit. So you should probably spend a good couple hours talking through that. Absolutely. How do we approach these folks? You know, why are they not a good fit for us? How do we, you know, can we, can we salvage them? Can we try to retrain them to where they become a good client? Um, you just go through that kind of discussion. Okay, if it's not, well, how do we now move beyond these clients or these customers? And, you know, get those next steps down. Here's the plan. Here's here, you know, maybe, it'll, maybe it'll take you a, a couple of months or maybe it takes you a year to kind of, you know, move on from them. Or maybe they're key, they're, they're key enough from, a, from a, a size or revenue standpoint that maybe you, you, can't, you can't get rid of them yet until you have some other ones that, that, that come in place. But to get some of those ideas kind of laid out and give kind of a plan of attack to kind of start moving on these things versus it's all the issues that, that you know that are there and not do anything about them. Hey, Adam, I don't know what to talk about. Okay, so you start to make this top of mind. And, you know, let, let, we, we're, we're just kind of bouncing around today with, with how questions. But let me throw out, you know, I just uh, talked about one a few minutes ago. How do I deal with email? You mean to tell me you guys, uh, your key employees, uh, that's not a problem with your company? You could talk about that. You could uh, talk about how do I stay pumped up after a tough spell where, where cash and, and business isn't coming in. How do I keep myself pumped up and engender my, my key people? to feel pretty good about things. How do I know if I don't have a plan? Oh, I, I, wanna, I have an answer for that one, Jack. You, you, plan, you, you plan a couple of days planning somewhere else. You, you go off on a, an extravagant trip where you have cash flow problems. <laughs> That'd be the right answer. That's the right one. <laughs> That'll That's do right. it. How do I negotiate a deal? Uh, how can I buy a company? How can I grow my sales? All these how questions. You know, so there's always something to talk about and very complete. And if you, again, put that at the top of mind and you're going to prepare a, an agenda, it doesn't have to be a fancy agenda. It can be a list of how questions. How am I going to do this? How do I do this? Whatever this may be. And that can become the basis for a plan. It's just a good way to get out for a couple of days, get away from the office, get away from the phone calls, because those phone calls can wait, I guarantee you. Uh, unless the place is burning down, you have time. That's right. All right. Stick around. We come back for our, for our last segment. We'll kind of add some more how questions in here in terms of getting your agenda pulled together for your planning meeting here a couple a couple months out. So stay tuned. I'm Adam Sunhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini with Maximum Value Partners. We're business coaches, and we can help you, small business owners, get unstuck from a state of how. 
get us a call. Remember, you can reach us here at 440-946-9468. So stay tuned for more Dirty Secrets of Small Business on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online at wintradio.com. I think I call it off the ladder sitting down by the Rhythm Review. Welcome back to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini with Maximum Value Partners, MVP. We're business coaches, and we help owners of small businesses get unstuck from a state of how. And the how we're figuring out today, folks, is how do I plan for my business? That's right. So do do it? if you've been following along since the, since, since the beginning of this, of this show, you've gotten a couple dates. You have two days, two months out now that you've, you've blocked off for planning. You've got a couple ideas on who you want to invite along with the plan. If you've got a partner of yours or some of your, some of your key team you want to have, probably no more than I'd say three or four people at most. You kind of pull off-site for a couple days going somewhere else. So you're going to start to get this plan down. You're going to, you're going to task somebody, if, if you're going to do it yourself, to find a place that's not on site to get, to, to get out of there. So you got that kind of moving along. And now we're going to work on the agenda a little bit in terms of what stuff do we want to be able to kind of talk about and be able to accomplish as part of this. So if you're preparing for that meeting because it's so far in advance now and you tell your key people, you sit down and say, look, we're going to put planning in this company. I'm the boss. And, and damn it, I want planning in my company. So we're going to go away and we're going to, you know, wherever you go, we're going to go away for a couple of days and we're going to put a plan. We're going to do the best of our ability to get a plan. So I have six, eight weeks to prepare for this. I'm one of your key employees. I'm you. And I can start jogging down, jogging down, jotting down small or how questions. And you can have a, a very worthwhile planning session, very worthwhile for a couple of days with just a list of how questions. That's right. And you're hearing us correctly. You're going to have at least one night over. So for those cheapos out there, you're going to have to pony up for some hotel rooms for people. That's right. So we don't, don't want to hear complaints. And make sure you eat well, too. Right. It's all part, it's all part of the experience. Where you, again, you're, you're going to get away. You might treat yourself a little bit. But, again, it's getting out of your normal day-to-day stuff. It, it's getting you together. For a good, probably at least 36 hours over the course of those two days, where you're going to be together a lot. And a lot of good things come out of those, those discussions. And you have enough of, of a lucid agenda. Jack has gone through some, some questions or some how questions to kind of go after. And we talked about things that are going to touch on those seven keys, you know, you know, whether it be customer issues, whether it be people issues. Okay, customer issues are part of the marketing plan, which is key number three. The people issues, you know, whether it be you know, email, okay, that's, you know, that's part of the organization plan, key number four. Jack is mentioning cash flow issues. Okay, that's that's key number six. You know, if we're looking at at those issues, what's kind of going on? I guarantee you'll have plenty of things under each of those seven keys to kind of talk about. You're gonna have to narrow and, it down and, and say, hey, let's make sure we only spend a couple hours on each of these things to make sure we can we can at least talk about some of these things and then be able yeah. to get them you're, get them back out. You're gonna talk about good stuff, good stuff relating to your business and the direction it's going, and how how can you be a leader without that ability to sort of paint a little vision or a big vision, whatever it's going to be, and then some steps, searching for the steps to get there? That's what it's all about, guys. You know, it, uh, it isn't as complicated as many people will, will make it. And because they don't really know how to plan, they don't find reasons to plan. And that then becomes, I don't have time for it. Well, it's because you don't know what you're doing, and <laughs> quite often you don't as the owner of a business. That that We see that all the time. 
So one of the things you want to make sure that wherever you're going to go has, or you bring with you, are some of these big flip chart, sticky flip chart things that you can you can write on. Have you know, they put them on easels, stick them up on the walls. These are great ways to get stuff out, and to have people present. Key number seven for our seven keys to success is, is presenting, and getting up out of their seats to help write things up on a on a flip chart or whiteboard is a very very key part of this very whole, empowering. whole, whole you process. Don't, yeah, you don't realize it until you do it, right? That's right. Yeah. So it's getting everybody on the same page. It starts with the leadership, to Jack's point. Leadership is key number five. Okay, so what kind of leaders are you? Well, it starts with you as the owner to help lead this kind of discussion, get it, get it moving along. And how, do, you know, how is your team leading right now? So what's our plan going to be? Those, always ask that question. Come back to, to, to the college kids starting, starting a company that, that Jack's uh, grandsons are working with. What's the plan? Well, if we don't have the answer for that for, 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 for your own company, if you don't have the answer, if your team doesn't have the answer, what are your... Where are you going? Yeah. You're just moving you're along. You're going to keep doing the same thing you're doing. It's going to go into today, to tomorrow, to next week, to next year, to 20 years from now. Oh, wait. Might that be a reason that so many small businesses don't make it uh, past three years, five no. years? What was the... Uh, you were throwing out some statistics. Well, those are terms of from one generation to the other, oh, yeah. that's I mean, right. But no, no that's, that's true. I mean, yeah. More than half the companies won't even make it beyond, you know, beyond five years. That's right. Uh, why, why is that? Well, well you got a lot us, of it's a lack of planning. <laughs> you, you, you jump in, you, you end up uh, often starting to use your own resources, and they get uh, exhausted, and either you get pushed out of business or you just say, hey, I can't afford this anymore. And that's a big part of it. Well, planning would offset that tremendously if you had a planning culture. It just does. It's the best way and the only way that we know for sure to do it. I guarantee you to try this because if you, if, you, if you do, you'll come back energized, new perspective on your business, new perspective on your team, maybe even some new perspective on yourself in terms of how you are as a leader and what you, what you can do, what, you know, what is possible. I think you know, it's good to get away in this manner for a few days. It really is because it, and if you do tend to it or tend to, 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 to really enjoy this, you'll find that maybe having a couple of these a year but certainly at least one a year to kind of, again, get away. Because the, the, the days and the weeks and the months go by. I mean, we're already here almost at the end of the first quarter, Jack. It's already, it's already March. Man, amazing. It goes by quick. It really does. And so and you just put, a, put away your Christmas tree, didn't you? I did. So that's yeah, right. Last weekend. You're going to have to get it out again pretty quick. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So, you know, things go by really, really quickly. And getting them on the calendar is a big part. Because I know most of us live by our calendars. If it's in the calendar, it usually will get done. But don't move stuff around. And again, being in charge is a big part of what, of what your job is as you know, as the owner, as a leader of the business. And it starts with the plan. And don't don't tell us you can't get away. You can get away. We could go mark your calendar for you. We could answer all these questions for you and tell you how to do it. So a lot of people will. Oh yeah, I'm too busy when I come back from being a couple days off. I got all these emails. I got all these these problems. I got all these issues. Or if I give my number to uh, these people while I'm away for for two days with my team, I'm going to get calls, uh, you know, interrupting me. So come back to Adam's point before. Who's in charge? Mm -hmm. You own the friggin' company. What do you want to do with it? Well, people people take your lead. So what you know what what entails an emergency? Well, you decide what the emergency is going to be, and if if you're talking to them about it, then they'll make it happen. And they'll not bother you. And in fact, people will usually what we find is people like when the boss isn't there. That's right. That's I mean, you're right. you're a likable guy or gal. Don't get me wrong, but again, people 
like to have time away when you're not there to kind of get things get things done because you can be very you can be very disruptive uh, whether you know that or not that's a topic for a different different that is, day but. yeah the owners of small businesses usually aren't in touch with their power you are the man or the woman when it when it comes to who who sets the pace there you're you're always the priority to everyone who works for you well that's one of the questions people the, one of the hard questions people don't usually ask i mean it's usually the owner isn't asking usually it's the team or how do we make the owner less less disruptive and they may not use that term but that's kind of what they're talking about because whenever the owner speaks people will listen so chances are if you if you put it in the calendar look at your your key teams you know, calendars two months from now they're going to have those dates open get them in there if you accomplish nothing else this week, get those two days get locked it down. Done. All That's right? right. Get it done. And we'll see how you're doing when we get back here from our from our our planning trip. So, all right. We thank you for joining us in this week's edition of Thirty Secrets of Small Business. We'd love to have you here every Monday from noon to one Eastern. If you have questions in between our show, shoot us an email at radio at maximumvp.com, or call us at eight seven seven eight four nine zero six seven zero. You know, we have had great success, great success in doing this coaching for over 15 years with small businesses. We, uh, we have the secret sauce that can get your business up and running in ways you never thought. Give us a call. You can get all the archive programs on wintradio.com, or you can also get us on iTunes, and be sure to leave us a review when you do that. So learn more Dirty Secrets of Small Business next Monday at noon. Hey, thanks for listening on Integrity Radio, WINT, 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online at wintradio.com.